0: Hello, everyone. We have Bria Arco on the episode today. So excited to hear a little bit more about her story along with you guys. So, Bria, I'm just going to throw it at you. Start wherever you'd like.
1: Okay. Well, I met my husband in high school. So, we're high school sweethearts. Um, So, we've known each other for a very long time. Um, We both come from pretty big families. So, we both had this idea of having a big family of our own, and he has he's one of four and my family is one of four. So we always figured, Oh, we'll have four kids too. And had this beautiful plan all planned out. And of course it doesn't always work like that. Um, So we got married in um, June of 2017. So we just celebrated two years last June. Um, And we figured, okay, we'll wait about a year or so we'll travel, we'll do what we wanted to do. And, Enjoy being married for a little bit. We were still younger. We were 25 and we got married. So we still had some time. We weren't really in a big rush. Um, so that was kind of our plan. And then um, last summer, I got a new job. Um, I started working with Cleveland Clinic and I started in August um, of last year. So of 2018. And with Cleveland Clinic, you have to wait until you've been working for a year until you qualify for FMLA and all of the good benefits and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, we'll wait a couple more months. And I got nine months of pregnancy, so we'll wait, like, a couple months, and then then we'll start. So that's what we did. So we waited a couple months, and I ended up messing it up anyways. I was one month off. So my – first pregnancy, my due date would have been August 1st. And I didn't start working until August 20th. Anyway, so I messed it up anyway. I waited for no reason. (laughs) It was a big mess. Um, But so it was fine. We were we um, let's see. Wait, let me backtrack a little bit. So okay, so we started the job, it was time to get started. Or at least I thought, again, I was way off. But um, so we got pregnant super quick. It was our first try. And we were really excited, but also kind of didn't, it didn't sink in like at all. Um, I got the positive, um, the day before Thanksgiving and my husband wasn't home at the time. So I was like, all right, I'll wait. I'll plan something super cute. I'll record everything. I'll be really awesome about this. And so that's what I did. So I waited till the next day, um, which was Thanksgiving and I got like a big letter board and I put like, Oh, something to be thankful for next year. And I had little pumpkins and I was like, "All super cute about it. And so the next morning I made breakfast and showed him, you know, had the little letter board on the uh, counter and it took him forever to see it. But then he eventually saw it and we had our moment and it was all recorded and it was great. So we immediately started like thinking about like, okay, like this is, this is happening. So let's start thinking about, Oh, we'll find out gender at this time. And when do we tell family? And what do we have to go by? And like started all the early planning stuff. And We were all super excited, but still we were both like, wow, this, okay, here we go. (laughs) This is happening. Um, It didn't quite sink in still at that time. It really never sunk in. Um, But so that all happened. And then I wanted to, so that was Thanksgiving. So we figured, all right, the perfect time to tell family will be Christmas. So we wanted to, I would have been uh, nine weeks, I think at that time at Christmas and We were gonna do the same thing, record it all, have it like these beautiful memories. Um, I ordered little ornaments and they said, baby Arco 2019. Um, And for my side of the family, it would have been the first grandchild. And then for his side of the family, it would have been the fourth because, so there was one child that was already born. And then two of my sister-in-laws were both pregnant. So my one sister-in-law was due in April and my other sister-in-law was due in May. And I was going to be due in August. So it was like super exciting on both ends of the family. We had different exciting moments going, two very different moments, but both very exciting. Um, So I knew I wanted to get in with a doctor, though, before we told family, just because, I don't know, it was like our first time. Obviously, I've never pregnant before. And I don't know how this works. Like, do I rely on this home pregnancy test? How positive is it? Um, I just wanted to get in with a doctor and get some reassurance that this was happening. And then I wanted to tell family. So I ended up, I don't know how I ended managed to do this, but you're supposed to wait until like that eight week point to get your first appointment. But somehow I got in with a doctor at seven weeks, which I was really happy about because then it was before um, Christmas and it was a doctor that I didn't want to, continue having her as my doctor but I just wanted an appointment to again get some reassurance and then all right I'll figure about figure out switching to a different doctor after so we got in we had our appointment this doctor was not good at all and I knew that but I was still okay because I was like all right we'll figure it out when we're done um but we had our first appointment and it was very quick and she ran through everything very quickly Um, She ran through the ultrasound in, like, five seconds, which at the time I was like, that was it. Like, I was expecting this big, huge, like, moment, and I'd see the baby and, like, really feel it and, like, feel great. And then I thought, oh, that's when it's going to sink in because at that time it still wasn't really sinking in. And I didn't really have any, like, symptoms at that time yet. I wasn't really feeling nauseous. I mean, my boobs hurt a little bit, but, like, not really. Um, And that was kind of it. So it was a really quick, fast appointment which was kind of a blessing in disguise. Cause I think we didn't like bond as much, I think with the baby as you do in that first appointment. Um, cause you see it and you see the heartbeat and you see everything that's going on. And I saw it, but it, I don't know, it didn't look like what I expected it to look like. Um, and I didn't see the heartbeat and she kept saying, Oh, it's a nice, strong heartbeat. It looks great. I'm like, all right, as long as you say that, I believe you, you know what you're talking about. We're good. So I got the thumbs up Christmas came around um we told family they opened their little ornaments um it was all great we got it on video everything was good and then I ended up telling a couple of my close girlfriends too which one of my girlfriends was also pregnant at the time and she was due in um, March so we had a baby coming in March there was one coming in April there was one coming in May and then there was supposed to be me in August so it was all again just like a very happy exciting time for everyone um and then A couple of like other family members found out, but that was kind of it. And then um, January 6th, well, I guess January 5th was when everything kind of took a turn. Um, Sorry, (laughs) probably going to get a little emotional. Um, So I started feeling a little crampy um, on January 5th. And I've always had like really bad um, periods and cramps. So it didn't really, I don't know, it didn't phase me as much. I was like, I'm a little crampy, not a big deal. Um, but then there was a little bit of spotting. So, I mean, very minimal, like when I would wipe and that was really it. And so I texted my one friend who was pregnant. And I was like, Hey, is this what's going on? Is this okay? Should I be alarmed? Like what's going on? And she was like, it's probably fine. That happens. It's probably nothing, but definitely call. So I called, but it was the weekend. It was on a Saturday. So the doctor was closed. The doctor's or office was closed and there was an on-call doctor. So I had to wait till they called me. And then by the time she called me, I was feeling better. My cramps were like minimal, like nothing at that time. Um, They were totally fine by the end of the night. And I let her know what was going on. And she just said, oh, it's, it's probably fine. You know, you probably lifted something heavy or if you had sex recently, or if you, I don't know, exercised too hard. And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't do any of these things, but you don't seem alarmed. So, okay, I won't be alarmed. So the night went on, um, we had like a family party that night. So we went to that. I kind of forgot about it. Um, She said, she did say though, if, if anything continues to call again, obviously. So Sunday, like going into Sunday. So that whole night um, we went to bed and like all night I was feeling super crampy and I was up like what felt like every hour and the cramps just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And so I woke up around like seven or so and I tapped my husband. I was like, something is just not right. And it really is starting to hurt. And I think we need to call again. So I called and again, it was the office was closed. So I had to wait for the on-call doctor called. And so she was a girl again. She called and I let her know. Oh no, I'm just kidding. That doesn't happen. (laughs) So (laughs) we were, we were waiting for the on-call doctor to call. And in the meantime, I felt just kind of like a rush of something coming. So I got up and we went to the bathroom and and that's when it all kind of happened. And so then in the meantime, while this was happening, the doctor did call and I let her know what was going on. And she was very like um, smart, smart with her words. I don't know. She never quite said, you're having a miscarriage, come to the doctor or anything she was very well this could be happening and maybe that and are you feeling this and never quite told me you know straight answers which i understood but i also just wanted her to be like this is what's happening this is what's going to happen next and these are the steps you need to take so um she just let me know you know stay home let it happen and um give us a call on monday because then we'll be open you can talk with your doctor so um I got off the phone and I was letting it happen. Um, But it got like really bad, like unbearably bad. So we called again and it took forever for her to call us back. And eventually she called us back and she said, all right, I think go to the ER. Um, Because it just was worse than what she was telling me it should have been. So we went to the ER. We were there all day. Um, It was hard to be there. Because I mean, again, I I kept talking about it never really sunk in. But obviously, at this point, it's sinking in. But now I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that I was pregnant. And now this is happening. So not only was the pregnancy not quite sinking in at that time, I'm trying to figure out what's going on right now with my body. And how am I going to handle this? And like, what's next? So I was kind of, I guess, in a way numb and didn't, I don't know, I just kept, I think, another someone else who shared the story really said it nicely where the whole world is kind of moving around you and you're just kind of standing still and I'm just going through the motions and you know I took one step and I felt like I didn't move at all so um ER appointments take forever anyways but they kept saying again they weren't quite quick to say you miscarried um let's move on to the next step. It was, well, you know, there's still a chance and it's possible. And I just kept thinking there is no way there is a baby after this much blood has just uh, that happened come out of my too. body. Uh-huh. It was like yeah, pouring like, out of me yes, and they were yes. like, well, we can't confirm we don't know." It. Yeah, right. exactly. They kept saying that no, we can't confirm. We need to get the ultrasound to confirm first. And in the meantime, I'm like, you guys are killing me. I need some pain meds or something because I'm dying here. And there's no, like, it's not possible. Just tell me. It's okay. I can handle it right now. Just tell me. Um, so they, they did come in. They did the ultrasound, which was probably the most painful thing I've ever experienced. Um, and they confirmed everything. And the on-call doctor came. She said, you know, we'll probably do a DNC. Um, we can do it today. So that was nice. But she kept asking me all these other questions that I just didn't know what she was talking about. Couldn't really keep up wasn't really sure what she meant most of the time because then she was talking about, she asked if we wanted to do the testing and um, I don't know, she asked me a bunch of things, but I was kind of blacked out at this moment. Um, And we said no to the testing, which I highly, highly regretted doing. Um, I wish we had done that. Um, But so we didn't, we went through the DNC. It was very quick, very easy. Um, They, I think they did, a doctor never really said it, but in the notes, it looked like I was hemorrhaging. So there was a lot of blood. Um, and again, we didn't do any of the testing. So that was it. I was done. Um, and it was afterwards, it was very hard. Um, no one at work knew I was going to be telling work like that week, but um, I didn't get to that. So no one at work really knew, which was hard. Um, I work with kids. So I'm surrounded by kids. Everyone I work with is around my age. Everyone's either pregnant or has kids. So. That got to be difficult, um, but I just kind of I got and went through the motions, went to work, got up every morning, did my thing. Um, I did take a couple days off, but
0: isn't that not weird? Anything crazy? Like, yeah, you literally lose your baby, and then you just yeah. go on. Like, yeah, you know and what I mean. Like, I, like there was nothing
1: just... else I could have done. Like, yeah. what was I going to do? Like, go in and be like, hey guys, guess what happened to me this weekend? Like, it's just so this is weird. why I wasn't at work this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and like my man, I, I told my manager just because obviously she knew I wasn't at work that week or for a couple days and I let her know, hey, this is what's going on. Um, so she knew, but that was pretty much the extent of that. But um, where was they going next? Um, so, so that was the first one. Um, again, just kind of moved on. Um, after that, my husband and I were very positive still. We still had so much hope. We had so much just like positive vibes. We went in for our follow-up appointment and it was with the doctor that I am with now and who I wanted to be seeing from the start. And she was is like the most amazing doctor ever. She's super kind, super bubbly, so happy, so sweet. And so she just gave us like so much reassurance and hope that everything was going to be fine. Um, she let us know like how common it is and it happens all the time and it's okay. So that's what we believed and that's what we felt. And we were like, all right, this is okay. We're going to be fine. Um, and we are fine, but it wasn't as breezy as she made it seem like it was going to be. Um, so she gave us the green light she said, try whenever you're ready and we'll go from there. I was like, all right, cool. So we tried again right when we could. Um, it was easy, not as easy, but it was definitely easy. We got pregnant pretty quickly. Um, that was in, let's see, when did I find out? Um, No, April, like right before April, because I think it was right around uh, April Fool's Day, because I wanted to like play a joke with my husband if I found out on April Fool's Day. But I think it was like April 2nd or something that I found out. Um, It was close around there. So April. So this time we would have been due in December. So that's right around my birthday. So I was super excited about that. Um, And it was still going to be in 2019. So I kept thinking, awesome, our parents can still use their ornaments. It's still going to be a 2019 baby um and yeah so that was like the plan for that um again my husband and I were super excited super happy never thought that it would ever happen again um everyone told us that you know it's probably not going to happen again everything will be fine um so that's what we believed um so second time around um again my let's see this was in april so my friend had just had her baby in march um, my sister-in-law was just about to have her baby like any day, and then again my other sister in law was due the next month. Um, so we told family like right away, right when we found out because I just thought if this were to ever happen again, I couldn't imagine nobody knowing and not telling anyone I mean my family and my friends were such a big support that I couldn't imagine not having them there, so we told let's see, we told like immediate family, and I told like a couple of my really close girlfriends, um, just because I wanted them to know and they, I don't know, they needed to know. So, um, we told all of them. Um, I was like five weeks, I think when we told them, um, and I was feeling good. I had some symptoms. I started feeling nauseous. It was crazy. I was like happy to be nauseous, which is a real rare thing, but I felt happy about it. (laughs) Um, and, uh, I just felt different and like different was good because to me, the first time that's not how I should have felt. And now I'm feeling pregnant. So I felt good. And this time it sunk in right away. I knew I was pregnant. I felt pregnant. I comprehended the fact that I was pregnant. Um, and it just like felt great. So, um, we had our appointment, our first appointment again with the doctor that I liked, um, May 10th and I was nine weeks, I think at that appointment. Um, so we went in and had like no worries in the world. And we met with our doctor. She was, again, super bubbly, super happy, super sweet. She was like, all right, let's do this. So excited. And she does the ultrasound and she kind of stops and it's kind of quiet for like a couple seconds. And she says like the worst words you could ever possibly hear in the world. And she just says, I'm not seeing a heartbeat. And my heart just sank. Um, I was like, no way is this actually happening again. Um, I was not expecting that at all I was like so excited for this appointment I thought I was gonna leave with like ultrasound pictures and I didn't get any the first time and I just this just completely like killed me almost (laughs) my heart just literally sank and again I'm in this feeling of my the world is moving on around me and I just completely stopped Um, I started bawling and I couldn't even look at my husband Um, I just like you get this feeling that you kind of like let them down almost and I know I didn't. And you know, it's both of us going through this, but I feel like he kind of did his part and I'm not being, I'm not able to do my part. Um, and I hate to blame myself and it's, I'm i try not to blame myself because I know it's not my fault. Um, but you just can't help yourself, but have that feeling of like guilt. Um, Yeah. So I, I I couldn't even look at him. (laughs) I was like this, I can't do that. So, um, She's looking around for a little longer and she said, yeah, I'm not seeing a heartbeat and it's like a couple other things are looking a little funky. So I want to send you next door to the specialists and they can kind of, you know, confirm everything and look a little bit deeper. I'm like, right, cool. So um, we go over there to the specialists, which that walk from like one office to the next is one of the hardest walks I've ever done. Um, so we again have to do another ultrasound. I'm again seeing the baby on the ultrasound and this time it actually looked to me like a baby um and I'm seeing it again and she asked me like the hardest questions ever two of them I'll never forget she just said how many times have you been pregnant and how many babies do you have and I just had to say two and zero and I like couldn't even get these words out because I was just at a loss and crying the whole time (laughs) um But we got through it and we went back to our doctor because we saw her afterwards. Oh, I'm sorry, let me backtrack a little bit. So when we were seeing the specialist, she was very intelligent, very knowledgeable. But again, saying so many words that I had no idea what she was talking about. Um, Talked a lot about different chromosomal abnormalities that probably had happened. And it's kind of hard to see on an ultrasound and we're not really sure, Um, get another DNC. And we can kind of do some testing. Do you know they recommended doing testing that time? And that time I was like, yes, definitely. I want to do testing. Um, and so th- that's kind of what they had said. So we went over back to our doctor. And she was like, so we'll do the DNC on Monday. So this was on uh, Friday. I had my appointment. And then on Monday, she said we could do the DNC. And we'll do some testing and hopefully get some answers. So that's what we did. waited a couple of days, which was hard um because then you have this lifeless baby just that you're carrying around um for a couple days were you like nervous
0: that you were gonna miscarry at home again like wait, you know what I mean because yes, you already yes. went through like all that pain and stuff you knew what it was right. like to
1: right wait yeah. it out definitely and that's, at that that's time, just something
0: that would run through my head so I was like yeah oh yeah
1: and I was fortunate that it was the weekend at least because I was just home I mean yeah. I wasn't at work, or, at work, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't about. go anywhere. Right. Exactly. Um, and I wasn't feeling anything at this time. I had no cramping, no yeah. spotting. I felt still pregnant. I was still nauseous. Um, still had all the signs and symptoms and everything that was going on. Nothing really changed at this point. So, um, so we, on Monday, we went in for our appointment and we had, um, the DNC, um, it was very breezy, um, Took no time at all, went to sleep, woke up, and it was done. Um, so then we had to wait a couple weeks until we got the testing back. And the testing did come back, and I got it. So, with Cleveland Clinic, you get like my chart notifications, and it popped up right away. And I was at work at the time, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's here. Like, I have to see this. And I was like, no, I should wait. I was like, no, but I can't wait. Like, I've been waiting for this for three weeks. Like, I can't wait. So I opened it at work, which is such a mistake because then I'm seeing all the results and everything, and I didn't know this. But when you open those results, it tells you the gender too. Oh, and really? I was not. Yes, I was not expecting that. At I all just got the chills. <laughs> oh gosh! I, know. I just I was not expecting that. I didn't even know I was going to find that out. So we did find out it was a boy, which was very hard um we always you know i mean boy or girl i don't care as long as it's healthy but we always kind of had this vision of having a boy first and then you know whatever comes after that Um, but so i saw that at work and i was like oh my god um and i was actually very fortunate i forgot to mention this so one of my friends at work who was hired around the same time as me i don't even know how we got on this topic but we discovered that she had also recently gone through two miscarriages and so we kind of confined in each other and it was really nice. So I ran over to her and I was like, Oh my God, I just got the results and this is what it says. And I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know if I cry or if I'm like happy. I don't know like how to feel. <laughs> and I still had like kids. I had to see the rest of the day. So I kind of just like bottled it up for a little bit and went around, went about the day and went home and told my husband. Um, we also found out that it was positive for trisomy 13. Um, didn't really know much about that or what that meant or kind of like what to go forward from that, um, or how to go forward. I mean, from that, um, definitely did Googling which you're not, you're not supposed to. Um, but I definitely did it. Everyone does it. Um, and I, it says a whole slew of things, you know, you could be carriers and you could be, it could be nothing. You could have this and you could have that and yada, yada, yada. So we went in for a follow-up appointment, not with my doctor and she was like, I was so happy when I saw this. I was like, what? Like, why are you happy? And she said, it's just, it was answers and it was good answers. She said, it's like very rare. She used the term that, you know, it's like lightning hitting you twice that this would ever happen again. Um, and she's like, I was just very happy that I saw that it was a good diagnosis. It, it gives us answers. This is why this happened. Um, this baby was not developing. Right. And it was honestly struggling like each day it went on. So almost like on a blessing in disguise that, It's not struggling anymore. And so I was like, okay, like that made me feel pretty good. Um, But then I was like, okay, we have answers for this. Then this will never happen again. But what happened the first time? And we'll unfortunately never know what happened. Um, I think it's hard to say
0: yes to the testing your first time, because like you said, you don't expect it to happen again,
1: you know? Yeah, that's exactly it. And I don't even know why I said no. I was We just kind of both looked at each other and we're like, "Mm, nah, and you're, t- you're so right. Like, I just, I feel like I felt as though this would never happen. So why, why would it matter? And the way they described it, it just didn't, I don't know. She didn't do a very good job at describing like what it is and what it could tell us. So we were just like, yeah, no, thanks. Like, we're good. Um, but I wish we did know because, or we did do it because then we could have, and maybe you don't, you don't always get answers, but we could have got answers. So I do wish that we did it the first time around, but we were just naive and, Didn't really know what was going on. (laughs) So, um, uh, something I was gonna say, um, anyway, so we did, we again, like I said, got the trisomyth. Oh, this is what it was. So I brought up to my doctor too, um, a while back. So when I started getting, um, I, like I said, I had really, really bad cramps and periods like my whole life. So I went to, my doctor, when I was in like college and I said, this is what's happening. What can I do? And they of course recommended birth control. So we went on birth control and before I went on birth control, my mom wanted me to get tested for blood clotting genes because we had a cousin who went on birth control and had passed away. So my mom was like, you are not starting that unless we check all our bases and make sure everything's okay. So when I was in like college a long time ago, I, we discovered that I had one copy of, um, THFR and one copy of factor five. So from that point on, from that point until now, all the doctors have always told me it's fine, don't worry about it. You have one copy, it's nothing to even think about. I'm like, all right. So I didn't think about it. But then now I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, how do we know for sure that this isn't this didn't play a role in the first one? And could it have played a role in the first one? And my doctor was very, you know, she didn't say, like, yes or no, one way or the other, obviously, but she was like, it could have. It's possible. Um, And I have an aunt who – she's not my aunt, but she's – she has my aunt, but she's not, like, my dad's sister. She's my dad's brother's wife. So she's not related by blood. Right, exactly. Um, But she had five miscarriages total, and one of the doctors discovered that she was clotting every time. So – she did do the baby aspirin and now she has five kids. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I know, you know, this isn't necessarily running our family, but is this possibly what's happening with me? And is the baby aspirin, like, could I do that? And kind of, again, just like check all my bases. And I know for sure that it's not, if it's not going to hurt, can I do it? And she's like, yeah, definitely. So it's not going to hurt us. Let's give it a try. We'll do that. And she's had progesterone too. Um, And yeah and we'll like monitor it a little closer next time and we'll move on from there so that was kind of the plan um moving on and we're still just kind of waiting for our next positive um I took a test yesterday and it was negative so <laughs> just kind of waiting of course days feel like years sometimes yeah they but... really do yeah and then so something else I wanted to mention too so um, right after that second one, the second one really like hit harder than the first one. I think the first time we still had so much hope and we were so positive and so like ready to go and ready to try again. And the second time I'm like, all right, something's up or something's wrong. This isn't the end of this journey. And so it just kind of hit a little bit harder. Um, And that whole week I kind of had a really rough time. Again, went back to work, went about my days. Um, But one day in particular, I just like had a really hard day. really kind of lost it at the end of the day. Um, and that night I, um, my grandpa actually who recently passed away, like came to me in a dream. Sorry, I might get emotional again. Um, but he kind of gave me my hope back and my positive vibes again. Um, and so that was really cool. Um, so still kind of waiting for him to help me pull through because again we haven't gotten our next positive yet, but we're that's still. That's so still cool. Haven't tried too hard. I know it was the greatest thing. Ever. I literally have so um, many. Chills. It was like on my hardest. <laughs> <laughs> it was on like again the hardest night I could have ever possibly imagined, and that night is when he decided to pay me a little visit. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so it was it was amazing. Yeah, do you it believe was pretty in? Awesome, and I remembered it so vividly. Do you
0: believe in like spirit babies, like the? concept that
1: like your children are kind of already yeah, chosen for I, I you? Yeah, I definitely think I do. Okay. Yeah, I definitely think I do. I, I, I mean, a lot of my like faith and beliefs have been like skewed recently, just because it's so hard to kind of keep faith and keep believing in in whatever. Um, but I think like little moments like that just keep pulling through. And I'm like, all right, yep. It's yeah. still there. Like my faith, my beliefs, my faith are still there. And I feel like, I don't know, like those babies were real. They're a thing. They're, still I don't know they're still with me for sure I planted two little like rose bushes for them but that's
0: that's so cool yeah Um, yeah I I don't know if you do if you do believe in like the spirit baby type of thing they say that your children are actually like with like your future children are actually Uh with your family members who have passed away too wow Um, so I don't know yeah not everybody believes in that. I'm a total like yeah, spiritual person, yeah. so I believe in all. Of I that. I feel but... like I
1: have to be after my grandpa just came right. like, <laughs> me in a dream, and I dreamed. Like, <laughs> like, he basically told me everything was going to be okay, and That's he so, so cool. I guess yeah, and I guess a little bit more backstory with that. But he was really sick when he passed. He had two strokes, and um, he was really like suffering um, when he passed. And so it was um, it was difficult, but it was also like we kind of saw it coming. Um, yeah. But in my dream, he looked, like, amazing. He looked so happy and glowing and vibrant. And he just kind of looked at me and was, like, "They like, just gave me this look that everything was going to be fine. I'm like, all right, I see you. I got you. <laughs> like, We can I do this. That. So Yes, yeah. I love that. And then, I, I kind of got this, like, positive vibe back and I'm ready to go. And third time's a charm for us, hopefully. And let's do it. So Yeah,
0: good. I'm so happy that, yeah. you know, you got a little bit of – that fire back because you can't lose yes, that definitely. in this journey. No. It Once, no. yeah, once you lose that, it's game over. You got to keep your eyes on the prize. <laughs> easier said than done. Totally I know, right? But I agree. I done. agree. Yes. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Um, if you had one piece of advice for somebody listening, what would it be?
1: Yeah. Um, that's tricky. Um, probably two things that I would advise. Um, one, I think don't, like wait or make this like beautiful plan always um just because it might not always work that way um I guess for us like I always thought too like in those times and I was waiting a couple more months or a couple more days like we were ready and we were just waiting on something silly like work or I don't know something to perfectly align and if you guys are ready then go for it because you don't know how long it's going to take it might not always be as quick as you hope and um if it's meant to be it's going to happen um so don't always wait and I think um don't blame yourself too uh it's so hard to do and I know I said it earlier that I, I I am doing it I do do it but there's not always anything you could do about it and it it does happen and I think just be I don't know confident and happy in yourself and try try not to think of everything that you possibly did wrong and just think about all the things you did right and yeah move on from there
0: Absolutely. This is one thing that I always thought about. I'm like, you know what? People do some really bad things when they're pregnant, you know, (laughs) and their babies are fine. And their babies are fine. So me drinking that cup of coffee is not what caused this. I had to always remind myself of that. I'm like watching like Teen
1: teen Mom, you know, I'm like on TV and I'm like... (laughs) I didn't do it's anything. true <laughs> it's true and you I mean it's bound to happen you're going to think of all the things that you did or didn't do that could have caused it and it's it's just it's not true like don't yeah. kill yourself trying to think of all that stuff and putting all the blame on yourself because it's not going to help yes so. great
0: advice now if somebody yeah. wants to reach out to you and I know yeah you will have people um is Instagram okay yes is that, like definitely. the best way okay yeah so yep. I'll I'll go ahead and I'll link your Instagram in the description of Perfect. this podcast.
1: And thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. It was very, um, it was great to talk about it and share. And yeah, it's, and really it's just nice, nice to, to
0: have a friend who gets yeah. it. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Just, yeah, like, definitely.
1: Sit yeah. on a video
0: chat and chat. You know, and just like talk about it.
1: Right. Freely right. too.
0: Right. You know, you're not going to make anybody uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: because I mean. You know, everyone knows you're thinking about it 24-7. Oh, yeah. As we'll talk about it with someone. <laughs>
0: exactly. Thank you yeah. so much. Of course. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a Lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.